You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz, Mike, and Tina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. To God Stories Radio, this is session 249. And I'm Fritz. And I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. Hey, everybody, how's it going today? Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's Thursday night. It is Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday night right here under the lights. Under the lights. No place we'd rather be in a COVID infested society. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. So, wow. how was your week there, Mikey? Um, it was uh, actually this Sunday was Father's Day. And with this, all this stuff going on, um, I haven't seen basically pretty much my son who lives in Florida. He used to live four miles from me. Now he lives up in uh, Leesburg somewhere. So it's like 15, 25, 25 miles, I think it is. Plus he's a nurse, right? Yes. So he's been super busy. Um, so anyway, I got to, uh, he took me out to dinner. Oh, that's wow. so nice. A swank establishment, I hope. It was Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Swank enough for me. <laughs> so, you know, we got to sit there and, and spend two hours sitting there just talking and because it's been it's been a long time. It's been months. So it was it was very nice. That's awesome. What more could you ask for? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I could have my three daughters there, it would have been even better, but <laughs> that's true. Did Nothing you hear like from having... all your kids? I did. That's and matter awesome. of fact, it was the first time in a long time I was there was a Four, all four of them were there, but they weren't. I have a gift card for MainLobster.com. Wow. Talk about swanky. Yes, sir. I have my eyes on a three pounder anyway. (laughs) Surf and turf coming soon. (laughs) Yes, sir. John Durham said the other night he's been on the paleo diet and he fell off the wagon right onto a (laughs) wagon load of crab. (laughs) (laughs) He said they got uh, his... Oh, it was this somebody's birthday and they got like 50 pounds of crab and that was just for him. Wow. Whoa. I know that Mike Ames sent uh, him in the race some uh, lobsters. I saw that. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Wow. How about you, babe? How was your Father's Day? Oh, man, I can't say enough good about my Father's Day. It was unbelievable. Fantastic. That's Had great. all the family here and then even Tim stopped by at the, at the very end there and it, it was wonderful. Fantastic. Thank you, babe. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh huh. I really do. I'm still head over heels from last Thursday. 
Oh, yeah. Right? That's wonderful. Well, we, um, I know we have a couple of Facebook likes. Do we want to go ahead and give those a shout out? No, we can do that. Uh, the first one is Eric Wyslinski. And we know Eric. Yeah, man. Granny Nanny. Yes, sir. Oh, Thank you. Love Thank you, that guy. What is Granny Nanny? Explain. Explain. Don't they, um, isn't it like a, an in home? Uh, in home care? Care, yeah. Oh. It's just like, you know, a daycare, but it's for. No, no. I think it's the opposite of way, way around, isn't it? Isn't like it where grannies actually take care of younger people. No. No? No, it's a, it's a daycare no, for it's a older daycare for, yeah. right. for older people. And he From joked, what I understand. He jokes oh, around okay. that he has a chair already there for me and John Denner. <laughs> with our names <laughs> on it. <laughs> that sounds like him. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's awesome. And who and else do we, we have? We have another one. Kylie A. Christian. Well, thanks, Kylie. Yeah, thank you, Kylie. Welcome to the GSR family. It's wonderful. Well, I'm pretty excited about our guest uh, in-house tonight. You and me both. um, He's been a guest previously, and he's also uh, the pastor of the church that we attend. Um, He pastors the Awaken service at First United Methodist Church. He's become a fantastic family friend to us. We love him dearly, and we have appreciated him so much. He serves his community tirelessly and his um, parishioners tirelessly. So we want to thank and also welcome Pastor Chris Tabone. Yeah. Welcome. Hey, Chris. Pastor Chris. Hey, thanks for having me back on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Tina, that was very kind. Thank you. That you know, <laughs> Just I, all truth. I can one-up her. You're making me blush. You're making me blush. You can just see how red I... Maybe it's the shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's go. awesome. Um, no, hey, thanks for having me. You know, and if I could, if I can contribute um, with Father's Day, I just, I just want to thank my my amazing wife and kids. They, uh, they spoiled me rotten. I don't know if you guys have seen um, back on YouTube. There's a or was for during this this uh, pandemic. Uh, John Krasinski was doing some good news. Right. So um, some good news was this really cool YouTube show. And we actually for church did a little skit with, you know, the good news. I think we did it for Mother's Day and we had all these videos and everything. But um, but for Father's Day, Mm -hmm. my girls got me a some good news uh, T-shirt and coffee mug. Oh, Oh, that? It was so cool. I've got the (laughs) coffee mug right um, on my nightstand. And I'm like, I don't know if I could ever drink coffee out of it. It's just the the coolest (laughs) thing. Coffee properly. Coffee. I like like lots of coffee. Um, I drink it all day long and um, I'm so grateful. But then uh, but then my mom and dad we had gone down and visited the week before. I think my dad's listening. So dad, if you're listening, uh, love you. Uh, Yeah, there's a couple people on Mixler. Welcome everybody on Mixler tonight. And if you follow us on Mixler, we can actually see who you are and give you a shout out, but welcome. So we, um, when I went down, I went down to visit my mom and dad about a week and a half ago and they sent me home with a uh, four beautiful brisket burgers. So we, we made those for father's day and I'll tell you what, one of the best, best burgers I've ever had. If you, if you get a brisket, it's the best way to do it. Get a brisket Mm -hmm. and have it ground for hamburger. Oh, they were, they were fantastic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's hilarious. So, but uh, no, again, thanks for, uh, thanks for thinking of me and having me uh, take part and be with you all this evening. Um, It's just, uh, it's great to be amongst friends and family. Absolutely. We're, we're delighted to have you. We really are. 
So, you know, we, we don't really have a specific topic tonight. We just thought we'd just kind of shoot the breeze about different things um, currently going on, um, things that are on your heart, anything you feel passionate about, anything you just want to kind of toss around and Yeah, discuss. and if you're on Mixler, you can chat with us. So yeah. if you want to fire in a question there or something go. like that, please do. Yeah, absolutely. We, we had talked about that at one of the previous shows of like kind of a, a, a stump the guest or, you know, question, question. Fritz and his amazing knowledge of everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> he really is kind, isn't he? He is. He's, He's pastorally kind. Uh, he knows me and still loves me. You guys, you, you fed me and gave me coffee. It's a good night. Hey, you, <laughs> hey, big shout out to the Simple Scone. Yeah. Oh, yes. We love you, lady. We thank appreciate you. the scones yes, thank tonight. You. Uh, thank you so scones much, Scones and coffee. It doesn't get any better than that pre-show. So thank, yeah. thank you, Carrie. Yes. So with, um, yeah, with that, the, uh, things are, things are good. You know, think about like all the, all the stuff that's going on right now in the midst of pandemic, maybe here's a topic. You ready? Let me ask you guys this question. All right. I'll, I'll play the, the questionnaire this evening. <laughs> it's been roughly, believe it or not, um, 14 or so weeks that we have been living in the midst of, you know, coronavirus, COVID-19 mm-hmm. pandemic. Um, and for so many of us, we have, we have only seen negative, right? We, we've seen um, hospitalizations. We've seen, you know, God forbid, unfortunate deaths. We've seen all of these, all these negative things, but, you know, personally in our own lives, you know, what are the good things that we're seeing? What are some of the good things that are um, coming out of a difficult situation, you know, in, in the Bible, we, we are Bible believing individuals. I think of the story of Joseph where, you know, all these negative things happened. And then in the midst of the story, God says, you know, even though all these bad things happened, I'm using them to bring about something good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, and Joseph recognizes that in his own life. So us as, as those who know and love and care for God, have an opportunity to look in bad situations and see something good that's coming out of it. Um, and, and as a result, what are, what are some of the good things you guys have seen over the last few weeks come out of um, our, our interesting situation? You want to go first? Go ahead. Oh, that's um, so I know for me personally, I definitely have not only seen how much we need Jesus. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I see that on a daily basis anyway, but even more so through this pandemic and through this time. And I just it just further reinforces for me how he's coming soon every day i feel like it's more and more reinforced that he is coming soon and the urgency behind that um but you know i look forward to you know when people will will when there will be this revival and people will just be celebrating and praising him the way he deserves um so i really look forward to that and then just you know I know for me under the circumstances and so forth, I've definitely had more peace probably during this time than most people would have had during a pandemic. (laughs) So it's kind of like, for me, everything's been flipped upside down. So the pandemic actually brought peace Mm -hmm. and relaxation and comfort. um, Even though, all this other stuff was going on, but that's because I know Christ is my savior and no matter what happens, he's got me, you know? So even if this virus takes my life, 
I know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, with the virus, I have so many different opinions about that that fluctuate from day to day. Um, but at the end of the day, you've got to hang on to what you do know, which mm-hmm. is, you know, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's for sure. I mean, I believe this is a, uh, a time that he's trying to get everyone's attention on the face of this earth. Mm-hmm. I really do. I would agree uh, with that. Um, you know, we've talked about it before. You know, you've seen people at the very beginning, they're out in, in the yards with everybody, you know, talking with the kids and playing with the kids. And, and it's a it's family time. And, you know, the, the families supposedly had come together. But I also heard news that, you know, there's been a lot of uh, <laughs> divorces and stuff going on because mm-hmm. they're in a small place together for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So. But anyway, we're talking, we want to talk about the good and, 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 you know, reading the Bible and, and, um, just getting more FaceTime mm-hmm. with him. Um, the part that I don't is, you know, having streaming church, which doesn't even come close to the real thing. Yeah. There's, I, I, I hear you on that one. I was reading, I was reading a quote today that talked about how, um, you know, it, it's, it's a close facsimile, but it, it, you know, it, it's good to stand in for, stand in for it, but it, it will never replace it. it. It just doesn't come close. It can't. It's, you know, church is more than just, you know, um, a building. It's more than just a, a service. It's a community of individuals, Absolutely. you know, growing through life together and worshiping God. I've, I've watched, I've watched the bad as well. I've got friends in my own life who their marriages are, you know, struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and as a result, it's really hard. You know, I've, I've hit my knees and been praying for them, um, that ultimately, you know, God's will would be done. I mean, there's nothing else that, that I can do. I pray for, for hope, for help, for healing, but I, I pray that, you know, ultimately God's will would be done. And, mm. and the hard thing in that is um, we might not ever know what that means until we we look back on it at a future date and time. And, and for me, in the midst of all of this, I've been seeing, you know, not only some of the negatives, but I, I've seen some really cool things, you know, personally in my own, my own life, my wife, you know, who, who started this business, the scone business, um, we we really at the beginning of the pandemic thought, oh man, this is this is a luxury product that we're selling that that people are going to be like, no, like we don't have the discretionary income for some scones, but by the grace of God, God has really kind of kept His hand on on her business because she wants to you know start and end with Jesus and and but at the same time use her gift of of cooking to to be a blessing and and we have watched that she has steadily been doing doing well in the midst of her her business. So for her, like that's, that's just a cool thing to watch as God, even in the little things, um, you know, from there I I've watched as a pastor, I, I think, and I think I shared the story with you, Fritz. I had a, I had a, a gentleman reach out to me saying, you know, Hey, can we go out and, you know, grab dinner and just catch up? You know, this, this is a guy who, who suffered an immense tragedy in his own life. And, and that's his story to tell. But he said recently, um, 
we we at at, at Awaken and through the through FUMC we started doing like devotionals. We have got like a morning pastor devotional, and then I had been doing an evening devotional geared at families, and they had been watching them. And you know, one of the ones early on was like how to pray with your kids, mm. and Ooh. and he started praying with his kids, and and he and he realized that like after a few weeks, like his 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 kids who are little could it, you know, like kind of mouth along to the Lord's Aww. prayer. And he's like, I had never done this with my kids, but now like, this is something that's happening. And and I look at that and I go, look at, look at how huge of a win this is that we mm-hmm. are, even though we can't meet in person for church, we, we can shift the perspective that discipleship um, is not just a pastor preaching, but discipleship are, are conversations that take place around dinner tables. And that mm-hmm. and that discipleship is that Deuteronomy 6 of wherever you go, whenever you go, however you go, impart Jesus to those around you, and in particular, to the next generation. Mm-hmm. And this is these are the cool stories that I'm hearing of this imparting of God's grace to the next generation by a dad doing nothing more than like, all right, guys, it's time for bed. Let's pray. Mm-hmm. Calm the kids down, get them situated, and mm-hmm. boom, you know, kid is praying with dad. And I, like he told me this, and I'm like, I'm not a super emotional guy, but I, I think I had the one tear mm-hmm. trickling down my eye and like hands up, like, yeah, just <laughs> celebrating it, those wins. So like, yep. I'm going to look back over this pandemic personally, and I'm going to celebrate those wins of people who, who have been spending more time reading the Bible. You know, the same dad was telling me, he's like, Hey, we're in Exodus. I've never read Exodus. Mm-hmm. Um, He's, he's like, I read through the whole thing. I'm ready. I'm ready for you to explain it to me because I, I don't understand any of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, I got, I got you. Let's mm-hmm. do this. It's going to be great. Just, just imagine the legacy that he's uh, started there if he keeps it up. And that's a big word that I've been thinking about through this too is, and that's a whole different story, but the, the concept of legacy and, and imparting, mm-hmm. you know, you know, generations, but you're absolutely right. You know, he's starting something and he's going to impart it to his kids and it's going to impact his relationship with his wife, God, God willing. And they're, they're fantastic. I love them. And, but I'm going to look back on pandemic and yes, it's going to be marred by the terrible, but yet at the same time, I'm going to have optimism for the good that I'm seeing coming out of it. And, mm-hmm. and it's little stories like this. And, and I know we could keep going on, but, but let me, yeah, let me to think. that point, though, I want to thank Dennis Huff for commenting because he said exactly almost what you said about keeping our perspective and praising him through the storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dennis is a sharp man. I, I love that dude. And, you know, he and I, we, we were chatting this morning about some of this um, and appreciate his perspective. So, Dennis, we love you, man. Uh, yes, we do. Absolutely. So Fritz, what about you? We've we've heard from Tina and Mike. How about how about you? What are some of the the good that you're seeing in the midst of the uh, in the in the midst of the storm? I think uh, for believers, it's an opportunity to run mm-hmm. to Jesus. I Amen. mean, you have a choice: mm-hmm. you run to Him or run away from Him. Yep. And I know me personally, I've had the opportunity to run to them. But what I have witnessed out of this whole thing is a lot of believers are finding their destiny. They're slowing down enough to hear from the Lord to actually find their destiny and find direction and find the way or how their steps should be ordered, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But they're slowing down, calming down, getting in the word, hearing from God. And that's something as a society we just don't do, or at least not a great job of it. No. And yeah. I'm guilty of that. 
I think we all are. Mm -hmm. I think we're all guilty of sometimes trying to outpace God. Oh, yeah. Well said. And and the more that we do, the unfortunateness is that, you know, if we're if we're so fixated and living with blinders and trying to run up ahead, you know, when when do we get the opportunity to slow down and listen? I mean, I think of I think of the story of Elijah in the Old Testament, one of my favorite stories. You know, he had to be humbled by somebody threatening to kill him, that he goes and he hides in a cave. And while hiding in a cave, God shows up and he's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to reveal myself to you. And there's a there's a, a hurricane in essence, and, and it says that God's not in the in, in that, and there's a earthquake, and God's not in that, and there's a, a fire, fire, and God's not in that. And like then there's this still small whisper, and it was at that that gentle blowing of a breeze that that the presence of God overwhelms Elijah and he hits the ground and he's like, I I I'm unworthy because of where I find myself in this position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he had to realize it was it wasn't all the the clutter. But it was, but it was fixating, you know, on on God in the midst of, of all of that. So that that's one of those perspectives that I've gotten a lot too lately. And I think I said this. I think I might have said this to you. Like one of my phrases right now is, "All of this is an opportunity to clear away the clutter." Amen. And and the more clutter we can clear away, the more you know clear clarity we can mm-hmm. find, and and we can maybe hear from God as you're saying. Maybe mm-hmm. we can see the vision for God that from God for us that He that He has. But if we're not willing to slow down and listen, um, we might not ever get it. Well, it's so easy too during this pandemic to become very self-absorbed and not even notice what's going on around you and the people that are unhealthy and they're and they're pain in pain and they're going through you know marital situations and money crisis and there's so much hurt. Mm-hmm. You got people that are passing away and they're they're fans they're. Their friends and family can't even be with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's so much hurt on a greater level. And if you become self-absorbed, mm-hmm. you don't see any of that. You can't yeah. can't help anybody else. And I, and I know none of us in the room want to downplay the the pain and the suffering that that is very real and tangible mm-hmm. that people not at all are living in. And that's it's not it's not the point to to say that your pain is not not justifiable or or any of that. Simply that sometimes when we become so immersed in the middle of a storm that you can't see anything around you, but sometimes you need a lifeline thrown in for some perspective, for, for some clarity, because God doesn't want us to live in the storm. He tells us he's mm-hmm. going to walk with us through the storm and he's going to bring us out to the other side. And opportunities of thinking about the good things that are going on uh, give us that that perspective to take the blinders off to 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 look and to see where our next step is leading us through any of the the difficult situations. So I don't want anybody listening thinking, oh, they're they're downplaying or diminishing mm-hmm. the, the suffering. Not at all. That that's not mm-hmm. it. No, but what really uh, set some perspective for me last night is when we all gathered for band practice, and you know we're thinking and. About, you know, when are we going to return? When is the church coming back together? And we're all thinking things like that. Mm -hmm. But then one of the band members says, my wife has cancer. Mm. And I just, I'm like, wow. How do you process that with everything that's going on? It it just, uh, it floored me. 
for me as well to be, and I think any one of us sitting in in this room or anybody out there listening to to receive the weight of that kind of message, whether it's you, a loved one, or or, or family or friends, you know, that's that's a serious weight to have to bear mm-hmm. in any season of life, regardless yeah. of pandemic season. Um, but my, you know, my heart just went out to him. I just yeah. wow. But that's even more the reason why the hope of Jesus, you know, and with Chris's illustration earlier about the story of Elijah. Sorry, I don't know if it was Elisha or Elijah. Elijah. Okay. Elijah. Yeah. Um, That sometimes Jesus comes softly, even in the rough circumstances. Mm -hmm. And so I can't think of a more rough circumstances than dealing with a disease like cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes Jesus comes softly, even in, in those situations. Well, I uh, just having Aubrey in the hospital during this time was so treacherous mm-hmm. on me emotionally. And mm-hmm. no, I'm not scared. It's not that. It's not, you know, I have No, but faith. it doesn't take away the emotion but of exactly, it. Exactly. Right. And that the reality sets in when you walk into that emergency room. It really, really does. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just because you walk with the Lord doesn't mean you don't still go oh, through no. this whole gamut of emotions. It's just that oh, you have yeah. you have a better resource to deal with it because you have Jesus and you don't mm-hmm. get lost in the land of no hope. Right. He is the hope and we know that all things are possible through him. So if anything, he's the great hope because mm-hmm. you might have an impossible circumstance, but then you know you've got Jesus with you. So then you realize, okay, well, even though the world is telling me this messaging, it doesn't really matter because I don't live in this kingdom. I live in the kingdom of the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be taken care of regardless of what it looks like. He is looking out for my best and the best of that other person because even though I love that other person, he loves them so much more than even mm. I do. Well said. Uh-huh. Wow. Just, just don't let go of his right hand. That's all. He pulled them Yeah, up. I know how stressed out I've been and I know the father. You know, mm-hmm. I can imagine people that don't have Jesus. Mm. You know, as you said, Mike, don't don't let go of his right hand. I, I think of Isaiah forty one ten. You know, it says, "I will uphold you by my righteous right hand." Mm-hmm. You know that that God. I love that passage. I mean, for one of the very first passages I ever memorized was was that passage, and it was for that purpose. That you know, no matter no matter the difficulty, the circumstance, the situation, that when we have this opportunity to walk with God, He He walks with us through. He doesn't leave us to our own de- devices. He doesn't just strengthen us to go at it on our own. He says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk with you through it." Mm-hmm. Um, and and one of the passages that I personally, you know, uh, from the Bible have been been dwelling on recently. And if I can share this, this is this is Romans five. You ready? Uh, Romans five, starting in verse three, it says, "And not only that, but we also rejoice in our sufferings." knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces uh, proven character, and proven character produces hope. And this hope that we have will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. That, you know, in the midst of this, this suffering that all of us are living in, you know, the suffering gives us an opportunity 
um, to have endurance produced within our lives. And as we live with endurance, as we, you know, as any marathon runner would tell you, you build up endurance. You don't, you don't have it overnight. No. The more endurance you build up, the longer you can go, the more that you can take, the more that, you know, you can, you can go through. And then as your, as your endurance is being built up, so is your character. Right. And I think for me, that's the main purpose of that scripture. I think Fritz and I really lived that scripture very early on in mm-hmm. our marriage. We mm-hmm. used to cling to that uh, a lot, but, you know, that perseverance, um, enduring, um, it brings about a quality in you where growth starts happening. Mm-hmm. And it's the type of growth that couldn't happen under any other circumstances than difficult circumstances. And you are changed as a result. Um, and I think we go through the most uh, catapulting growth when we are under circumstances like that. So, you know, I think it's Paul who says, you know, count it all joy, right? when you even go through the trials and it's hard to do that, but just knowing that on the other side of it, you're going to be so much closer to the Lord. You're going to be in a different, completely different place than you were when you started. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the point, you know, because we don't get better typically as people when we're just in complacency and everything is going wonderfully. Mm etc. It's only through the trials that we seem to grow and really develop and strengthen as Christians in general. You know, as you say that, I think of um, the idea that we're perfected through the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we in the church have a term and the term is sanctification. And it's just a big fancy word <laughs> for becoming more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, another idea of sanctification is perfection. Um, But we're perfected through the process, but we have to go through the process. You know, speaking of Mr. Dennis, who's who's out there listening, you know, he and I have had many conversations about, you know, you got to work the process, you know, and the the more that you work the process, you know, for him, he affirms the way. and, And I agree with that. You know, you affirm the way as you work through the process. But you become you become more and more um, made into the image and likeness of God as you walk through um, the process, and it's not that y- you arrive. I don't I don't think that we in our faith are ever going to be those people who, on this side of eternity, are going to be those who arrive as though at some point it's like, all right, oh, I'm here, I got it, hundred <laughs> percent, not happening. Like I don't think it's I, I don't think we're perf- I don't believe that we are entirely sanctified on this side. I, I some of my brethren in, in, in the faith do, and we can agree to disagree. And, you know, I don't think it's a salvation issue, but what I do think is that every day is an opportunity to be made more and more into the image and likeness of God. And as we walk through that by trusting him, by loving him, by, by enduring and having our character built and, and finding that our, our, our hope is rooted in the God who loves us and died for us Mm -hmm. like yet while we were still sinners christ died for us not when we had our act together Mm -hmm. so as he has died for us and he works walks with us and works with us he he perfects us through the process and it's just it's you know going back to the bible it's that illustration of the gold going through the refining fire Mm -hmm. okay it's it's gold when it starts off right Mm -hmm. it's still gold Mm -hmm. 
But as it gets refined, it becomes purer and purer. It yeah. becomes a higher quality of gold. So, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. You start off as that Christian, but you're going through the refining process and you're becoming more purified or sanctified, as yeah. you said, through the process. So I wouldn't want to be standing next to that person that said, I'm there, Jesus. I got it. Yeah. I wouldn't I want to be standing next to him. No, I'm perfected. I, I'm there. Yeah, I, I don't watch I, out what's going to happen. I, I don't, I don't get it, but uh, not mine to get. I, I think the only time I'll ever be able to say that is um, when, when I move from being uh, justified in grace to sanctified in grace to the day I am glorified in grace, and I'm standing before God in heaven, mm-hmm. and He goes, "Well done, good and faithful servant." Amen. And it's not anything that you did. It's everything that Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Man, that stood the hair up on my yeah. arms right mm-hmm. there. And we were talking about the, you know, all these the troubles and the problems and everything else. And I think Psalm thirty four is probably one of mm-hmm. the better ones out there. Uh, that you, if anybody is listening and they need to get some type of uh, scripture in, Psalm thirty four is a good one. Thirty four seventeen was one of mine uh, at the beginning of this uh, journey that it has me on. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Mm. Mm. Gosh, I've leaned on that verse so much too. Mm -hmm. And Paul said, we should be proud of our lowly stature. It's a good position to be in. We don't think so in the flesh. No, we don't. (laughs) Well, we, we want to, we want to elevate ourselves, but that's a, a different story for a different day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we want to fix it. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that. But it's, it, you know, going, going back to, you know, the, the beginning of this, you know, we can find hope um, when, when we are rooted in Christ, even in the midst of very bad situations. That's because hope is, uh, you know, transcendent of circumstances. And if, if, hope or any of these other things are circumstantial and the circumstances change, they could, they could be taken away. But if they are transcendent and, and attached to something greater, um, then no matter, no matter the, the day of the week, the circumstance we find ourselves in, um, they can't be snatched away from us, you know, and, and talking about Paul, the apostle who, you know, writes of these things, he, he calls them fruit of the spirit that God allows to dwell within us. It's, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, that these, these marks of what it looks like to, to be rooted in the faith, um, to have our, our faith, our hope, our love in Christ are things that um, transcend circumstances or situations because they're, they're rooted into something that's far greater than what's currently present in front of us. Mm. So eloquently said. Uh-huh. I know, right? <laughs> As usual. <laughs> I'm, uh, wow. I feel like we're just getting started. <laughs> Does it, did anybody else um, put through a question? Uh, on, let me look. On the Mixler. Who do we have on Mixler tonight? Well, we've got about eight people that are listening, that are just listening, they, they haven't uh, followed us. So I don't know who they are. And then Dennis Huff oh. is on. I see him. And Dennis has commented a couple of times. And we addressed his one comment. Yes. Thank you, Dennis. Yeah. Thank you, Dennis. Appreciate that. 
Just, so go I, ahead. I'm just thinking, you know, it's such a strange time for people, but what do you think is probably one of the biggest lessons that we should learn from this pandemic? Hmm. Slow down. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Just look out your front door. Mm-hmm. Families being families, kids playing in the front yard, little things like that. Uh-huh. I I agree, Fritz. However, today I think it was um 301 degrees outside. Oh yeah, my well, gosh! I, like I don't disagree, oh, bro. Gosh. It was a little wow. Was a little Suck warm. your will to live. You know, it, Tina, that's a great question. What else? What else should we get out of it? And I, and I think it's it's clarity around, um, you know. As God is trying to get our attention, as, as Mike is saying, you know, the slow down and, and help us get get our attention. I, I think the thing we really need to get is that we cannot go back to you know the the quote unquote rat races of mm-hmm. of trying to you know work harder, earn more, um, and and living in that in that frame because it wasn't working. Nope. It's amazing how many people are, have have talked about they. And this is going to sound so weird. Like they really enjoy being furloughed, not because of, you know, yes, finances suck right now for a lot of people, but like just the joy of being able to be with family, to be able to, you know, wake up in the morning a little bit later, you know, a better natural sleep rhythm, a better diet, you know, opportunities to exercise, go for a walk, spend time with family. So much of the things that really should define what it what it means to be family and excuse me community are being reestablished, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yet everybody is is talking about. I just can't wait to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. Like normal wasn't working. It's not going to yeah, happen. Define either. normal. I mean, right. my goodness. Well, one thing I got out too from the pandemic was an appreciation for other people yeah. because we had all this isolation. Yeah. And I'm very introverted, you know, myself. So, like, I'm okay with being alone most of the time. But it actually gave me a greater sense of appreciation for the company of others because. You know, we've been so closed off that I found when I actually kind of did run across people, I was so happy to see them. Mm-hmm. It was just such a delight. I, I couldn't help myself but give them a hug. And I know I'm not supposed to hug, but <laughs> it was like it it's was hard. Just I'm telling you kind of overcome with emotion, you know, that I was so happy to see them. So, I mean, when I came here for God's Stories Radio that first week after we were away for a while, I mean, <laughs> I was overjoyed. I know you were actually. Happy I was to overjoyed see us. that I didn't have to call you. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be I'll be a little vulnerable for a moment. You know, going into pandemic, one of the things that I had been recognizing and realizing in my own life is this idea that that leadership can be lonely. Mm-hmm. And I talked with a few people about this. That you know, when you get into a position of leadership, sometimes you know your circle of influence becomes. A little bit, uh, you, you know, it becomes greater in one sense, but those who are closest to you become smaller in another sense. Mm-hmm. And throughout this pandemic, there have been, you know, one family really who um, my wife and I have just super resonated with and have been building community with them. And, and, and I hope, you know, and I know that like after all of this is said and done, that I am beyond grateful, as you have said, that I have been reminded of the absolute need 
for that, that that even though we can find ourselves in a position sometimes of of loneliness and an isolation, because it was prevalent before the pandemic, that we we need to learn through pandemic just how much we truly were created for community. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. I, like I, I don't think it's cliche to say the truth of of God's word, but you know, when God made everything in in Genesis one, right? He said all of it is good with the exception of one thing in a perfect world with no sin that had not been corrupted there was still one thing that was not good and it was for us to be alone mm-hmm. that god understands mm-hmm. because he himself exists within community you know the 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 trinity that is god um understanding that community is is foundational to the human experience right. that us in pandemic, even even those of us who are introverts, I, I love you, sweetheart. My wife is an introvert, but like we've realized still, you can't do life alone. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You just can't. Right. Nope. Genesis one twenty two. Need that fellowship. Yeah. It is not good for man to be alone. Yeah. So we need we need others who will um, lovingly walk through life with us through the through the good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. and. Um, as a, as a result, I think help us help us get better through life. Um, mm-hmm. because as lonely as, you know, leadership can be, you know, isolation can be just as lonely. And for anybody out there who's suffering through and feeling that, you know, find, find somebody that you can tangibly connect with, you know, get on zoom or, 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 or talk to a neighbor, like, God forbid, like actually go next door, knock on the door and be like, <laughs> No way. Hi, my name is uh, Chris. I'm your next door neighbor. I've lived next to you for 15 years. Uh, <laughs> I care about your soul. Actually, I, you know, this is totally off topic, but I had brand new neighbors who moved into the neighborhood um, just recently. And my wife and I uh, baked them up some scones and we, we walked across the street. You and baked them up? I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Not at all. My wife is... Um, is yeah, my hero. But we did. We went across the street. We met the new neighbors and they, you know, they're like, hey, we're, we're retiring to the area from Orlando and it's so much, you know, slower, nicer pace out here. It is. Yeah. The gentleman, I, I, he's a grandparent. He's like, yeah, my grandkids are going to be coming over tomorrow. I'm like, cool. Have fun. <laughs> you, know, you know, I got two kids. You know, if you need yeah. anything, holler. Um, yeah. But I had to take serious that that exact same thing to like walk across the street and meet, mm. the, meet the new people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But right now, maybe it's the opportunity to to break out of our, our mm-hmm. norm and to, to go and talk and to. I think it stretches all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it's caused a vast degree of stretching in my life. Yeah. It's, <laughs> what you got going on over there, Chris? You're chuckling. I, I, hey, for those who uh, are texting me because they're listening and blushing right now, we love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to welcome Mauricio Landy. Yeah. Landy? Is yeah, what, yeah, Mauricio and Jody, uh, they are they're good friends of ours. Oh, um, fantastic! Well, they've signed up on Mixler and they're following us now. Welcome, 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 welcome to the God Stories Radio GSR family. family. Yes, yeah, and welcome everybody else. And please follow us, and like so I can see who you are. It's just joyous. <laughs> and then you'll also get a notification whenever we go live on Thursday nights, so that you can tune in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow, this has been a great time, guys. I, I think so. I really enjoyed just kind of having no specific topic and agenda, but just kind of I don't want to say allowing the, the Holy stones, Spirit I mean, to just close. sort of lead, you know? 
allowing yeah. the Holy Spirit to kind of take control and just yeah. bring bring to the surface some things that we haven't been really thinking about too deeply. Mm-hmm. Well, it's 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 interesting, you know, as we share our Christian Christian testimony, and you know, I remember the first time I came on and got to got to you know share my testimony. You know, part of our testimony is our human experience, and yeah. to be able to share with um, with family and friends the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, you know, gives us an opportunity to to testify to what God has, is, and, and will continue to do in and through our lives. If we are if we're faithful and true, and we, we love Him with all that we we have, um, then our our testimony is uh, you know a great tool to bring encouragement, right? And just Amen. as a reminder, Pastor Chris's testimony was on session one ninety seven. It's titled extroverted introvert that's right (laughs) 197 go over there and check it out extroverted introvert and that's his personal that's his personal testimony and you can get there on spotify iHeartRadio, spreaker stitcher itunes radio.com radio republic.com and uh, good pods so many There's different so many, ways. I can't remember them. We're so blessed to be out there. And you can get there through the website too, uh, godstoriesradio.com. And you can get every episode right there on the website. So go check out Chris's testimony. You will not be disappointed, I promise. Absolutely. Well, thank you. It's always, it's Scones always not great. included. <laughs> hit, hit, hit up the, uh, the simplescone.com. Uh, find them on Facebook. They, uh, they are local. They are a local small business, uh, female owned and operated, and they are they're fantastic. And, and not not just because they're my wife, but because they are legitimately um, the best. I, scones I I've missed ever out had. on the swag, though, man. Does she still have T-shirts? I'll hook you up. We'll talk later. <laughs> I got the swag. I will promote you shamelessly. I mean, Dennis hooks me up. I wear it. I wear it everywhere. Well, like I work there. I have one too, but unfortunately, um, it it um, it doesn't fit my my large frame. But we won't go there. You're just blessed. <laughs> you worked I, hard. I, I, well, for I that got blessing. The, I got the Corona cushion going on. I don't, uh, I don't know about uh, anybody else. Uh, uh, <laughs> corona cushion. I think quite a few of us have that going on right now. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I've downed my share of cookies during this whole thing. Chris, thank you so much for taking oh, your valuable thank you. time. Yes, thank you very much. Coming and sharing with us. We love you guys. And and I hope, I hope, you know, reflecting on what we said, I hope whoever is listening to this understands that whether it's this pandemic or any other storm that might be on the horizon, there is always an opportunity to find God's hope and grace in the midst of bad situations. Amen. Amen to that. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you've got a testimony you'd like to share, drop us a line at godstoriesradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest here in person in the studio, which is what we would love, and you're not scared, just drop us a line at godstoriesradiotina at gmail.com. If you have a testimony that you just want to write out on a piece of paper, send it in. Send it in. Godstoriesradio at gmail.com. We'll read it. Mm -hmm. We've read them before. It doesn't even have to be a testimony if it's just a God story. We've done a few of those too, and That's they're right. awesome. Guy wrote in a couple of years ago about a two-hour stint in his day. And I it can't was unbelievable. get it out of my mind. I it's can't unbelievable. What was it called? Stupid human tricks? Stupid human tricks. That's Something what it like was that. called. Yep. Something like that. I'll never forget it. I won't either. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Well, we love you guys. 
Mauricio, the one that did the dad jokes with you. He is. Oh, oh my gosh. His jokes were awesome. I know, <laughs> I know who he is because I recognized his gift with the with the mask on. I went, oh, he did the dad jokes. So I know you, Mauricio. Mauricio, you had the best jokes. Uh, just awesome. saying, you know, you really did. You guys rocked it. <laughs> All right. So can, can I share? So for those of you who Go are listening, we did a... Um, during church, uh, bad dad jokes is kind of like a little skit to, to break the ice for service. And Mauricio, myself, and then our youth pastor, Mac, were telling some silly, silly <laughs> jokes. And Macs were all morbid. Like, what do you what do you call a dog that gets run over by a steamroller? Like a spot. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I still like my one of what do you call a pencil um, with two erasers? Pointless. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mauricio said his jokes were good because he didn't use yours. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that. Uh, well, thank you guys. It's always an honor to be with you. I, I think. I think that uh, now that I've been um, greatly insulted, I'm going to pack up, pack up my Bible and go. <laughs> Hashtag dad jokes. Dadjokes.com. But anyway, we love each and every one of you. Thanks for tuning in tonight night everybody on Mixler and thank you for the prayers and support and just know that we are praying for you as well as the GSR family and if you get a chance and you use Facebook go over to the Facebook and uh, like us on Facebook we'd appreciate it to follow and we always post news there and prayer requests and everything for the GSR family so we appreciate it and that about wraps it up for session 249 I'm Fritz I'm Mike and I'm Tina God bless. God bless. God bless.